Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house today. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to hear a good word from the Lord? Amen. Amen. The word has come to help me, not hurt me. Save me. Rescue me. Lift me up. Change my life. Bless me. All right. As usual, we started this message this morning, so you can find it on our podcast. If you don't know how to do that, check with the bookstore, and um, they will give you the information that you need. Jesus said, put your trust in the light while you have it, so that you may become sons of light. Back in an era when we didn't have electricity and stuff like that, you had to get Stuff done in the daytime when you had a good light. And so that would be an era that in which Jesus was speaking in. Put your trust in the light while you have it, so that you may become sons of light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. I find that amazing. He says, put your trust in the light, speaking of himself. And then he goes and hides himself, which is kind of interesting. So many times we feel like God has hid himself from us, but he's never hid his spirit from you. So why did Jesus hide himself? Well, um, see, there's a very good reason why he hid himself. Hmm? Anybody remember the word from this morning? What was the word? Simulation. All right. That's those who was here this morning. Assimilation. Assimilation is something that is not the real thing, but it's similar to assimilation. In other words, that if you're like Carrie being a pilot, he knows about assimilation. He wanted to bring his simulation to church today, but mommy wouldn't let him bring it. Hey. This is more fun than the, this is more funny than the truth, right? <laughs> So, in other words, it's, you know, um, so it, it's like flying a plane, but you're not really in a plane. So, you know, you can't get hurt if it crashed. Maybe ego a little bit, but nothing else, you know. <laughs> so, simulation or 
a lot of times, you know, we have the video games and that type of thing, and so you have simulation of driving cars and all these things uh, is a simulation. It's kind of like a test, you know. It's, it's a simulation. And that's what's really going on here. Because Jesus says, you must trust in the light while you have the light. And then he goes and hides himself. So he's the light. So he says, you must trust in the light while you have the light. And then he hid the light. You must trust yourself. You must trust in the light, him being the light. And then he goes and hides himself so it's dark. We don't know where Jesus is at. So it's a simulation. A simulation of what? It's a simulation of what is about to happen in a period, a short space of time, a year or so. It's something that's about to happen that, in other words, it's simulating the crucifixion and the resurrection. Jesus says, what will these disciples do when I am gone? So it's a simulation of the real thing. So he goes and hides himself from them, we know just for a little while, but what will they do? And see, this is, this is the thing that the Lord does to his church and does to each one of us. Now, he tells us, and if we hold on to the word, he tells us he will never forsake us or leave us. But he hid himself, but not from his spirit. In other words... What did they do? We really don't know what they did. Did they freak out? What did they do? We do know when it actually happened and Jesus, you know, died. We do know that, you know, they was just all panicky and frustration and beside themselves and, and didn't know what to do. And Peter decides to go back to fishing for fish instead of men. We, we do know some of that stuff happened. And so we don't know what happened here when he hit himself. You know, where's he at? Where's he at? We don't know how many people they asked. We don't know how frustrated they got. We don't know all of that. It doesn't give us that information. But we understand the simulation there. He said, what are they going to do when I really am gone? Hmm? What are they going to do when I'm really gone? Maybe I should do that. Just hide. I feel like hiding sometimes. <laughs> 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 Maybe not to see what people would do. I just, I don't know. feel like hiding sometimes. But, um, <laughs> and then when I've hid long enough, I'll come out and I'll say, well, I was just simulating. <laughs> it's a simulation. I just want to know what y'all do. I want to know how much y'all freak out. No. Um, no, I trust the leaders in this house because I've, I've gone away for a month or at a time, or even longer, a few times, and everything is cool. Yes? So, don't even have to simulate that anymore. So, this is a simulation. What will they do? Now, let's, let's get to it, because I, I would like to do some prophecies today, but I want to get to this revelation, and you can get some of the goodies from this morning. You can go on podcast and, and listen to it for free, right? All right, here's the thing, and I really want to go to another revelation in this that we did not have this morning. Just holding Jesus' hand, a held hand is not faith, but just doubt with limited options. 
As long as I'm holding Jesus' hand, I don't have faith. It's actually when I'm brave enough to let go of his hand and don't need to hold his hand all the time that I have faith. What the Lord was doing was seeing, he says, trust in the light. So then he took the light away to see if they would trust in the light and to see if they would become sons of light when he was gone. Or if they're going to be fishermen of fish, right? And that's why even after he died, he had to stick around a while because they still didn't get it, right? I don't know if I'm going to have to stick around a while after I die and just say, hey, hey. I think I'd just do that for fun if I have the option, you know. Yeah, it'd be fun to be a ghost, wouldn't it? Boy, I could have some fun, you know. When some of them sleeping at night, I'd say, how you doing? <laughs> so, it's a simulation. And we have these simulations. As long as we're holding Jesus' hands, that is no evidence that we have faith. Now, we think that's a good thing as Christians, and that's the delusion that Satan has us under. We think it's a good thing. Oh, I need him every hour. I need him. But Jesus says you don't need me every hour because I'm inside of you. My spirit is with you. So what you're talking about every hour? I'm inside of you every second. That is, if you believe in me. If you believe in me. So as long as we're holding... Jesus' hands, there's, there's no real evidence that you have faith. And a lot of times in church, we don't have faith, but we are holding on to Jesus' hand morning, noon, and night. You know, we're just holding on him, and we sing gospel songs that would implement our insecurity and our lack of faith. You know, I, I can't even, what, there's a song, I can't even walk without Jesus holding my hand or something like that. Yeah. Now we understand that we understand that I can't do nothing with Christ, but He gives me His Spirit so I can do all things through Christ and in Christ and with Christ. He's always there. But I'm not going to be able to do anything if I'm holding on to His leg, like some little child still holding on to Mama's apron. And that's what's going on in the church. Is we we. we we're walking in that insecurity. We're singing the songs that even uplifts the insecurity. And we have, we have bewitched ourselves into thinking that that is faith. Because we're just staying glued to Jesus all the time. But we're not doing nothing to be sons of light. Hmm? Look at it this way. If the sun, the sun in the sky. What if all the little rays of light says, I want to stay with Daddy today. <laughs> Some of you didn't catch that. What? The sun in the sky, that, that big yellow-looking thing up there. And, you know, all these rays that come. You ever see them rays coming down upon the earth? You know, sometimes you see them coming through the clouds and different things, and they're shining in your eyes. You know, it's not like a big light. It's like these rays that, that comes, you know. And so what if all the little rays says, I don't want to leave daddy today. I want to stay home. 
we all freeze to death. <laughs> well, stay home and hold daddy's leg, hold daddy's hand. And that's where we're at in the church. Because we're so afraid that we still live under law. If I make one mistake or if I don't worship him every hour, we don't worship him every hour because we love him. We worship him every hour because we're afraid he'll forget our names. But he's always with me. He's always with you. I don't have to freak out. Yes? I, I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, at a particular hour during the day, I, I don't have to, to bow down and worship him to get him to come because he, he's never forsaken me. He's never left me. In my madness, I've left him, but I couldn't leave him because he's inside of me. But I just, I run around on the outside and, and I'm looking for his hand, but he's, he's on the inside. And, that, and that's our delusion. And some of it is because we keep sliding into work. We're so afraid that, oh, I, I love my high heels more than Jesus. I'm going to hell. <laughs> you know, something like that, you know. You know, it's, it's like, it's, it's, you know, we have all this drama with the law, and we don't have faith that God is with us, that he loves us. And he knows sometimes we're clumsy, and he knows sometimes we make mistakes. And I'm not saying we don't repent, and I'm not saying we can do anything without him. I'm just saying... Just holding to his hands all the time as as people of God, we're never going to do anything because we're so afraid that, you know, if, if a miracle happens, oh, yes, God is real. God is real. God is real. But it's the same principle as holding his hands. We see the miracle. But two or three days later. The miracle didn't do nothing to us. So we need another miracle. God, I need some evidence that you're with me today. And not just once a day. We, we do want all evidence all day long. You know, hold my hand all day long, you know. Hold my hand. Lord, you hold my hand. Put a sword in my hand. I'll fight. <laughs> now, hear me this morning. I'm, I'm not belittling you. I'm belittling the ignorance sometimes that's in our head. That, that won't let me... Stand up and know that God is with me without me always needing some my security blanket or my cross around my neck. I need something, you know. Lord, I need something to know that you are with me. When will we believe that he's with us? And he has not appointed us to suffer wrath or anything else. When will we become light? I mean, here it is. You're a little light bulb. Right? You're a little sun ray. Let's, let's just use the sun as the illustration. You're this little sun ray. And you're saying, you know, I'm a son of light. But you're standing next to the big sun. What light you giving? We are insecure. We're plagued by theologies of of law, that we live by law, we mess up, we're not good enough, God is going to forget our name, you know, he, he don't remember us, we're plagued by that. And we say we say by grace, but then we just live by law. We don't believe that he is with us and that he loves us and he has called us, you know. Uh, 
He come to preach good news to the poor and and recovery of sight to the blind and and for the lame man to walk. He's come to that we would do something in this life and we would be successful. But we can't do that holding his hands. He's come that we would be a light unto other people. And that we don't need all of that ourselves. We don't need all of that ourselves. I love the spirit of the Lord. I love the fire of the Lord. But we're just sunbathers. We're just bathing for our own satisfaction. And it'd be nice if we could keep our tan. But we don't keep our tan. We, we, our tan is gone by the time we walk out of the church. Why? Because we don't become children of light. And, and that's the great dilemma. The great dilemma is this, and, and this is the whole wrestle of it, is we're so insecure in God's love. And it's not that we don't think that God is awesome. We just think that we're so unawesome that God is going to forget about us. You know, or we just think we're so unawesome, we're going to mess up. We ain't doing something right. We love some. Something more than God. We love this more than God. And I'm granted we get stupid sometimes, but I think the Lord has not figured that out by now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Laughter is sweeter to me than some religious amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> I don't care what it is, just some sign you're still breathing. It's good for me. Um, so the, the, the whole dilemma is, see, I want to go forward and be successful. I, I want to go forward and do things, right? But I'm so afraid while I'm over here, you know, Jesus might love John or Peter more than me. And I'm so afraid if I actually... I'm doing something. Okay, I'm not spending enough time with God and he's going to forget me. But all of that nonsense is law. And law, all it is is some big insecurity in our life that never lets us believe that God is with us and he wants to be awesome with us and he wants us to do awesome things. It's just this insecurity that we're always wrestling with. This insecurity. And so we feel like, okay, if I'm not playing gospel music all the time, if I'm not doing this, if I'm not praying, if I'm not acknowledging God enough times during the day, yes, if I, if I don't pray over the dead chicken, you know, God is going to strike me dead. And Now, don't get me wrong. Anything that we do out of sincere love for God, sincere love, you know, and not some sort of insecurity, you know, and, and not some... Uh, some uh, obsessive, ugly lover that's calling you every 10 minutes, you still love me, baby? <laughs> uh, we still good. I was just missing you. You called me 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I know I'm missing you. You know why you're missing them? Because you ain't become one yet. 
And there's always the possibility that's not your one to start with, but that's what's at the point. But this I know, Jesus is the one for me. No other lover have I found. No other love do I know. And the church reaps of this insecurity. And that's why the church is broke. Driving old cars, unsuccessful at work unsuccessful in relationships, unsuccessful with everything, and the devil is more productive than we are. Because we're still holding on to Jesus' leg. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's a little scary when you see people of the world and people that obviously are not living their life anywhere near where the Bible is, and they say, God has been so good. That is, now religiously, I want to attack them. What do you know about God? I don't know. Maybe they know something. I don't know. No wonder the tax collectors and the prostitutes are getting into the kingdom of heaven. Because we're so insecure. We don't know what faith is. We say we have faith, but we don't have faith because we're always holding on to Jesus' hand. We're always afraid to go anywhere. Yes, we don't go into the next room unless we say, Lord. <laughs> and if it's nighttime and in the next room, the light switch is on. Yea, though you lead me through the valley of the shadow. Hello, it's your own house. The heathens, they're not worried about the devil as much as we are. Huh? Listen, in the Caribbean, we have galvanized roofs. And there's this thing about, uh, what's the correct term for it? There's, there's, this, there's this thing about, you know, things expand when it gets hot. And at night, it contracts, expands and contracts. If you have a house that's over, I don't know, a six by six, but maybe even then, your roof is going to make noise. It is not a devil walking on your roof. It is the laws of Expanding and contracting—it's it, that. And I'm not saying sometimes there's not a spirit, but hello, the devil coming to your house and he's sitting on your roof. Well, I know you don't put olive oil on everything in the house. He'd probably slip and fall. You should put some up on the roof. And this, this is the thing. If it comes a bad storm and it's thunder and lightning, I can always think of a few things I need to repent of. Huh? 
Yes. See, listen, an earthquake is better than church. Everybody's about to preach. <laughs> and Peter says, once again, he's going to shake everything. <laughs> so that what can be shaken would be shaken. Yeah. And boy, you start to confess, and you know. <laughs> but not that God is good. So, so we called in this. What is the word? Con, con, condundrum? What, what is that? Condundrum? What is that? What does that mean? This endless problem. Condundrum. Condundrum. Is that the way you pronounce it? Condundrum. Say it again. Condundrum. Condundrum. Lord knows how to pronounce it. Hello. That's the word I was hearing, you know, upstairs. You caught in this thing. And so you're, you're trying to live by faith, but you're always feeling guilty. And when you're doing something, you're afraid that you love doing this more than loving God. So that you you caught up in that. The Lord got my tongue. You ever heard of, heard of the cat got your tongue? The Lord got my tongue. I can't even pronounce the word. I am not going to try to say it. Because the, the Lord done got my tongue. Evidently he thinks it's funny. They're laughing at me. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know God loves me even when he's laughing at me. Huh? I'm not unanointed because I can't pronounce the word. Huh? Truthfully, not having no more education than God, I, I'm just kind of surprised I know such a big word. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm getting stupid now. I'm getting... Free now, watch out. My feathers are going to come out any minute, you know. <laughs> but we, I'm caught in that, um, what's the word? I'm caught in that. I, I'm caught in this thing, and it's like, I, I love God so much. And I just, I just, Lord, I love you. I don't want to go nowhere. I just want to go to work with you. I want to go everywhere you go. But do I really or am I just so insecure? I'm afraid he might forget me if I don't do all this religious. All this praise and worship. The Lord loves praise and worship. When it's praise and worship. He doesn't like lip syncing. <laughs> or when you put on your favorite gospel music and you think it's giving glory to God. You don't even know if those gospel singers are giving glory to God. But I'm caught in this. What am I caught in? So. I want to do these things for God, but I'm so afraid I'm not spending enough time with God. 
And I'm so afraid that I might love this more than God because as long as, as long as you live under law, you will always hear those voices judging you and saying that you love something more than God. You want to get married more than God. You want a job more than God. You want a new car more than God. You want success more than God. And if you believe those things, you, you not put a blight on yourself. So, so you're caught up in this thing. And you still, and the problem is the insecurity. Why? Because you're living under law. You don't know that once God loves you, he loves you. That's the end of the matter. Right? And granted, we can make some mistakes in our life, but his spirit is always with us. It's about trusting that God's spirit is with us when we can't even feel it. God's spirit is with my mind, even when I can't pronounce it. Right. God is always with me, whatever I'm doing. And he's called me to be successful. And he's called me to go, th go through things, but always to get a victory. Always to get a victory. It doesn't mean that there's not some, some ups and downs in life. But I will always overcome them because he is always with me. See, that is faith. I don't have to be holding his hands. Every minute. I, I don't have to have that religious insecurity and that grasp onto God all the time. Now, if you're a new beginner, you, 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 it's like when you first fall in love and you get married. You know, you want to spend time with each other. That's a given, right? But, you know, after you've been married 10 years and, and your husband or wife is calling you every 10 minutes. No, that's jealousy. And some obsession. And a whole lot of not trust. Now, maybe they need to call you every 10 minutes. <laughs> but I don't know about that. But, but, you, but you called in this, what, what you called in? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Lord's tricking y'all today, you know. Uh, nothing, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> So, so you're caught in this thing. And then, and then when you, uh, let's say you're doing worship or whatever you're doing, you're doing it and, and things are starting to work out, right? You think, yes. And then you see somebody trying to make you jealous that they love God more than you. Not that that takes a whole lot of effort, but you, but you always feel like, okay, I'm not worshiping God enough. I'm not doing this enough. And, and, Lord, I need you. I need you. And, and we, just, we just practice this insecurity. We practice this. Or some of us ain't practicing. Some of us really believe in it. But we just keep doing this thing, this religious thing, trying to hold on to God and make him know that, that, that we love him so much. And the truth is we just want to be blessed and do things like everybody else in the world. But we got this insecurity about it. So we put a cross in every room. You know, we, we plead the blood everywhere. We do all of this stuff, all of this stuff, all of this stuff. Hello, if the blood is in me, what do I need to put the blood on? Mm. Yeah. Now, it, it, it's likewise. I understand, you know, that in this day and time, there's some nuts out driving around on the road. Right? And if you don't have the faith, oh, yes, every time you get in the car, you need to pray for traveling mercies. 
If I get quiet, then everybody. Everybody got quiet. Lord, give us traveling mercies. Now, there's a few people I know. Yes, you need to pray for traveling mercies. <laughs> Not for nobody on the highway. You need to pray for traveling mercy. <laughs> mercy driving. <laughs> Yea, though I <laughs> drive through the valley of the shadow. Yes, sir. And I'm not saying you can't do that. Listen, if you don't have faith, you better keep praying in prayers. But really? You forget one time. Smash up. Really? That's what you believe? See, here's the thing. If you get caught up so much in personal safety, when will you ever save anybody else? If you get caught up so much in personal safety and personal relationship with Jesus, just so he won't forget you, when will you have time to be successful? Again, I would say if you're new, yeah, there's, you need to honeymoon with the Lord. But at some point, it needs to become a, a loving, a personal, and a working relationship with God so you can do something in your life. Huh? Yes. You have all eternity to hold to Jesus' leg. And I know, I know religious ears don't want to hear this this, this morning. But that is the what? That, that's the problem. Say, I, I love God. And you've got to come to a place where you know you love God. And whatever the Lord says don't do, that's what I want to do. Not to say that my flesh might not fuss with it sometimes. If the Lord says let that go, I want to let it go. I love him. I trust his love for me. And I trust him to find my love for him because I know it's in there somewhere. It gets confused sometimes, but I know it's in there. At some point, you've got to trust love. That's the light. You've got to trust that. Because if I'm always worried about my safety and always everything, we become such fearful slaves. And Paul says, don't let yourself be be bound and put in slavery again. And he's talking about religiousness. If I'm so caught up in my personal safety and, ooh, there's devils after me, there's devils after me, who am I going to help? And if I'm so concerned about personal safety, where am I going to be blessed at? I am called to be a light. Now, do you think I'm called to be a light in light places. See, there's this thing that goes on in, in some churches in the States. Because in the States, there's churches all over the place. But there's, there's some of these churches, and, and most of them are kind of spirit-filled churches usually. And all these churches, they got about, I don't know, 40 people and, I don't know, 20 preachers. 
something like that. <laughs> and they, they congregate together and they fight with each other. Because everybody wants to be the best light. If you are light, why are you shining in light places? Shine where God puts you to shine. Huh? Some of you, your, your prayer, some of your prayer is, Lord, I, I want a job where everybody's Christians. Why? So I can feel secure. And so they could encourage me. And maybe once a month I could encourage somebody. You need to be crucified upside down. God gives you places to shine, but you back out of the shining. You say, I ain't no light. Because in some strange way, we've become selfish in church because we're worried about our own security. Don't you know God loves you? He loves your family. Yes. He loves your, your little offsprings. Yes. Emphasis on off. He loves <laughs> off and, and spring. That means they're off and they're always springing everywhere. Offsprings. But you're somebody's offspring, aren't you? Um, huh? So we just live in a hardware store. We all springs. We just When are we going to wake up and realize we ain't ever going to be perfect? But we could be perfect if we believe he's in us. And if we become that light. You're always worried about your environment, but you're called to be a light. You're called to shine. And as I said this morning, shining is not when you get the key to your new house. That's when you need to cut the light off and be humble. Shining is all the stuff you go through before God rewards you with that new house because he just loves you. Not that you earn it. He just loves you. You shine for him. Jesus says, Father, glorify your name. There's in a few verses above that. Lord, glorify your name. He didn't say glorify my name. And he's Jesus. He says glorify your name. And glory does come to Jesus, but Jesus knows that God gave him that name. See, that's not your place to shine. That's our labor in the Lord is not in vain, or our love labor in the Lord, not as in we work and we get paid. You're called to shine. You're called to be that light. Now, who knows what people are going to do in the light? We're not responsible for what people do in the light. We're not responsible for how they respond to the light. We're just called to be the light. Hmm? But before we want to be a light, we want, we want all these victories. We want Jesus to hold our hands. And we want everybody just to fall over slayed and get up saved. No, we just want to sit on the throne. 
we we like we like John and and uh, what's it his brother and the mother said Lord let one of them sit at your right one of them sit we just want to sit on the throne. See, we just want to get the new car. We just we just want to get the new house, and and then we want to let our light shine. That's not your light. That's God's light. Uh, But let me get back to this. This what? Is, what is the word? All right. Many of you are caught up in that place, and you almost feel guilty. It's almost it's like this false humility. You almost feel guilty if you're not needing God real bad. You feel guilty if you, you feel like, okay, I don't love him because I don't need him bad. And don't you know that that put curses in your life? Hmm? Because you hoodwink yourself to have mishaps and disappointments and personal failures. Just so you can call upon his name. Oh, I feel loved. To give you some examples, I know, I know um, a few times, a few years ago, back before we all had to become cowboys, um, <laughs> they didn't get that Victor, did they? Huh? Well, Victor got it. A few years ago, before, before we all became cowboys and cowgirls, I am such a failure. I just I feel like quitting right now. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't get my joke. I wish I had a mask. I got a blue one. I could be a cowboy. Oh! Who didn't get it yet? Tomorrow you'll get it. Cowboy. Trinidadian. Cowboy. Trinidadian. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, you're going to get a revelation tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've had this strange thing happen a few times. So I'd be driving. I don't know. I don't know. I have one. I don't know what is wrong with my devil. He really needs a checkup. I'd be driving, you know, and it's like I'd hear this voice saying, you're going to have a, fi- a flat tire. So. I know it's him because he's always talking stupid, you know. You're going to have a flat tire. And I said, Lord, am I going to have a flat tire? And the Lord said, ain't no need for it. (laughs) Okay. What is wrong with you, Satan? You're so stupid. My driving ain't that bad. Uh, But there's been been other things it's like, Lord, is this going to turn bad? Or, Lord, is this, is this where you're going to get me for all the evil things I've done in my life? And the Lord says, huh? huh? Mm-hmm. And the Lord says, <laughs> 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 
There's no need for that. And that's not saying that God causes bad things to happen, but he certainly prevents them. And sometimes he just allows you to do what you are doing and what you're doing because you don't want God in your life causes bad things to happen. But it's like there's no need for it. And I, and I wonder, all right, so what kind of stupidness is this devil talking? Why does he want to have a flat tire for? Because huh? we ain't got no pretty legs. I don't know what we're out here on the side of the road changing the tire for, you know. No, I want to know why the devil wants us to have to change a tire in the middle of a four-lane highway in the middle of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> but the Lord says that there's no need in it. You see, the religious devils have this urgent need to purge themselves of wickedness every now and then. Some, some people understood that. Wow. Religious devils. Be sure you ain't got a religious devil. Right? Probably, he probably got a, uh, you know, he probably got saved the same time you did. <laughs> got baptized the same time you did. Uh, and, and, and if you got, uh, if you got your baptism certificate hanging up on the wall, you see your name right there and then see the devil over here too. Satan baptized. <laughs> Religious spirits have this great desire to to consecrate themselves and to purify themselves, you know, or, or to hang themselves, or beat themselves, or do, punish themselves. And some religious spirits—that's what's keeping you in your mess in your craziness because these religious spirits they see you just grinning you sinner you're going to hell that's why I like to laugh religious spirits can't stay around me I just when I start laughing they just say oh lord I'm going to hell before my time we laughing in church Huh? And what's wrong with this prophet? He talking about out on the side of the road showing his leg. Like, you know, you're going to hell. You better stop that laughing. This is serious. Hello. This is freedom that God gave me. I didn't used to have this freedom. I didn't have this freedom before I got saved. And when I got saved, I didn't have this freedom. The Lord had to walk me into this freedom. Hmm? No, you ain't putting me in that box. And I know that's the thing. Because these religious spirits, you love God so much, you're always purging yourself. Except when you just naturally get a purge, and then you think there's something wrong with God trying to kill you now. Uh, when are we going to realize that? That when you get diarrhea just off the spot, that's a purge. Say, thank you, Jesus. You ain't going to die. All that bush stuff you're drinking to have a purge might kill you. But hmm? 
Religious spirits love to purge themselves and consecrate themselves and get baptized 300 times one time every day. They want And they're so busy getting saved, they never do nothing to be saved. We must stop the nonsense. We must stop the religiousness. And we ain't no better than the Pharisees when we're doing all that stuff. We ain't, we ain't no better. We know better. We know better. We know better. <laughs> Hello. I ain't going to walk around with that stone stuck to my sock neck like it ain't there. I'm suffering for the Lord. <laughs> the Lord didn't call me to suffer. So get away from me, Satan. Don't laugh and lose your salvation. The Lord gave you joy. He created joy. Taking yourself so serious. And all this religious work that you are doing. Not only is it driving you mad. Because you're always condemning yourself for every little thing. Yes, when you... Listen... When you do wrong, repent. But here's the thing. When, when you're down and when you're beaten up, you're more apt to sin than you are when you're happy. And the devil knows that. That religiousness. You, you, you can't smile. You can't be happy. You can't do this. Huh? You know, and, and we, we think, okay, well, we shouldn't be laughing because... We shouldn't laugh because Ukraine and Russia is fighting and all of this. <laughs> hmm? Now, I don't know how many tanks Russia's got. 1,500 tanks, I don't know. But I, I saw one video where the Ukraine, these Ukraine guys, they had, they had captured one of the tanks. One out of 1,500, you know. And they'd taken this thing for a joyride. I don't think any of them got any license to drive no tank. And these Ukrainians, they're not even soldiers, you know. They just started defending their country. They up here riding on this tank, joyriding in the middle of a war. <laughs> yes. And I don't, they had spirit, but I think it was probably, to, I think it was probably, what's that stuff, Russian vodka. I think they, was, they might have been drinking some of that. And then they showed this video and some farmer in this big tractor, he's unhooked to another tank, and he's taking that tank home with him. He's driving down the road with that tractor. <laughs> if people in the middle of the war can laugh, don't know how long they got to live, what's coming next? Huh? Huh? That old farmer had that tractor. He driving it down the road. He done stole him a, a Russian tank. He driving down the road. He probably gonna scrap it up and make a, I don't know, watering trough for his pigs or something. I don't know what are you gonna do with that army, big old army tank. I don't know what you do that with a farming. You know, next thing you know, he hook a plow to it. I don't know. 
people in the middle of the war can find hope or joy in a moment. What is wrong with us church people? Why do we always feel like somebody got to cry in church before we had church? Why do we always feel like we got to have a, a purge and we need to be consecrated and we need to have a we need to have this and we need to have that. What what is that other word? I can't say that word either. But what is that? Not that not that word. Another word. There's a bunch of words I can't say. Um, it, it don't stop me from speaking them. Um, that's where you, uh, where you go off for a period of time. A sabbatical. What is it? Sabbatical. 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 You know what a sabbatical is? That's when you don't want to listen to the preacher anymore. You won't go away for a sabbatical. You're going to go down to the beach or somewhere. Hello. He's with me every hour. Every hour he's with me. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> See, I shouldn't even spoke that word because some of you don't want to take a sabbatical from the church. You don't go away from a while. I need to take a sabbatical from my husband, my wife, and my workplace. I just need to go and consecrate myself to the Lord. You mean go and cry and beg and pray for the same old things you always pray for. Uh, and beg and plead and, and, and just get yourself all worked up and get your sinuses all cleaned out there. And just, Lord, I am your humble servant. Ain't nothing humble about you. You're just greedy. If you love the Lord, there's no good thing he will withhold from you. And even if you don't love him, you might get blessed. Yes? Because I know people that don't confess it, but they still get blessed. But this thing I know, this old religiousness, that thing got to stop. This thing of condemning yourself every hour, every hour. Now, there's nothing wrong with that song if it's, if it's out of love. You know, and, and, and you're singing that, but it's not every hour. I need him every second. And I think most of you know that with my mouth. I need him every second. Yes? An hour is not enough to keep me safe. I need him every second. I'm glad he lives in me. Yes? I just pray that he makes me forget some of the things I don't need to say. That used to be my prayer, you know. And I realized that was for his benefit, too. I used to pray. I say, Lord, because when I started preaching, I didn't know about the Bible. I didn't know nothing about anything. I didn't know what Easter was. So I preached. I said, Lord, let me forget anything I'm not supposed to say. 
And I, I, I sincerely, I prayed that prayer. Lord, let me forget. Huh, I wonder. I used to pray. I say, Lord, <laughs> if I'm going to go and preach a lie, let me have a flat tire. I wonder where that's, that's where that voice comes from. Uh, let me have a flat tire. Don't let me go and preach something that ain't true. And then I, I finally realized that was for his benefit because he didn't want me to make him look stupid, you know. So it's covered for his name's sake. I'm covered. You're covered. And I realized, no, 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 no. Trying to put all this religiousness on me, but that's, that's not God. God loves me. He wants me to be blessed. Can I get caught up in the world? Can you get caught up in the world? Yes, but he'll bring you back. When you realize you got caught up, you repent. Repent. That doesn't mean... He took you out of the wheel. Yes. It's not, it's not like Trinidadian. It's not like Trinidadians, you know. Trinidadians bad down here, you know. You sneeze wrong, and your mama or your daddy and took you out of the inheritance. <laughs> I mean, you was getting everything. Now you ain't getting nothing. One sneeze. <laughs> One sneeze. You uninherited. Yes, you cook them some roti and you went back up on the list. <laughs> and, and maybe some of that, maybe some of that makes us think that God, who is our Father, that He's like that, but he, He's not like that. Come on, listen. I want you to know the joy of the Lord. I want you to prosper in your life. Listen, God is not. God hasn't assigned angels to you to make you to make you suffer every time you do some little something wrong. That's your own religiousness doing that to you. That's your own sabbatical, your own uh, your, your own uh, your purge. That's, that's your, your your recommitment. That's all that stuff in there. Because you want to be this perfect child. You want to be perfect so God don't forget you. Hello, you and I both know you ain't ever going to be perfect. Yes? And Jesus says, ain't nobody good but the Father. So you just well forget good too. <laughs> I mean, you could say pretty good, but I don't know about the word pretty in you, but it's just, you just well to forget it. Just, just know that God loves you. And you just love him back with all you can do. You, and you love him back. You love him back in your own way. And listen, as, 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 as you go through life, you begin to hear God more. And you begin to understand him more. And you begin to quit doing stupidness. And you, you begin to love more. And you begin to quit lusting more. And all of that. You just you call upon him. When you get scared, call upon him. It's okay to call upon him when you get scared. When you get worried, call upon him. But listen, it ain't no long journey. He's right in here. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's not like God comes close and he ain't talking to you. No, he's always there. Do what's right. So I'm not saying we don't need to repent. I'm just saying, but to beat yourself up over all this stuff, listen. And sometimes you're repenting when you, you don't need to repent. You just feel guilty over every little thing. Truth is, you're greedy and you're afraid God ain't going to give you a new car. 
God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I had a bad thought. I had a bad thought. I, I, I thought, I, I looked over there and I thought, hmm, they're kind of ugly. Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I know how some, I know how this thing operates, you know. Huh? And you're, you're just repenting. How are you going to get praise? How are you going to be successful in life? And you just, you don't just open your mind up to bad, these bad thoughts, you know. You open your mind up to these bad thoughts. Yeah. Kind of like my mother. My mother and my father. My father never wanted to see no ghost. My mother saw 20 ghosts a day. My mother said, what was that? <laughs> my father said, shut up, ain't nothing. <laughs> I guess it's done in <laughs> I knew he's gonna do that to me. supposed to drink it. I wasn't supposed to drink it. <laughs> oh, Lord. I just realized I'm glad my mother's dead because she was tormented in this life, you know. <laughs> She always seeing some spirit. She always seeing some ghost, you know. And so none of us took her own, you know. Except the dog. Son. 
some spirit come through the wall. My mother said, what's that? <laughs> and dog go, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> My father said, it ain't nothing, it ain't nothing, it ain't nothing. <laughs> So, uh, hello, I'll see all of you in hell. I can't help it. This joy is from the Lord. Glory. So, so we, we didn't take her own much, you know. It actually came from her mother, too, you know. She's always going to a socket or something. And so... When I got saved, oh my Lord, I started seeing them there. <laughs> when I got saved, I started seeing these go. I started seeing these spirits. I thought, oh Lord. So, so I didn't know what to do. I thought, I mean, all these years my mother's been right. <laughs> Her and the dogs, I didn't get it. So it's like, Lord, I don't want to see this thing. He says, listen. He said, this ain't like your mama. He says, I'm going to teach you how to deal with things in the spirit. So, so you know. Because I realize if, if you get negative, you can always see a spirit in your house, on your roof, somewhere, you know. You, you can always see it. But that's just your paranoia that evil is greater than God. You can't see angels, you know. So, <coughs> so. When my mother started realizing, you know, that I was casting out spirits and doing things like this, she thought she had a buddy. <laughs> and my mother always seeing some spirit, you know. It just, it just, I don't know, they just walk through the house, and, you know. So, so. And, uh, I thought, oh, Lord, I'm getting just like my mama. Uh but it wasn't so, you know. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe she needed. She confessed to be a Christian, but not the way she acted. She was way too fearful, you know. <laughs> My dog still has nervous breakdowns. Uh, <laughs> you you can always see negativeness if you want to see it. You can always feel bad. You can always find you didn't do something right. See, I learned something about righteousness and holiness. Righteousness is when you're always trying to do the right thing and you're worried about doing right. Holiness is where you don't care if it's right or wrong. You just want to do whatever God says. It don't have to make sense in your head just because God said so. And there's so much peace in that. And when I realized this, that, you know, we have churches that don't believe in the ghost and things. They're more like my father. And then you've got churches that come more like my mother. They're always seeing something, you know. Yes. They, they just, you know. And it, it's, the truth is, sometimes there's something there, but there's always something negative, but sometimes it ain't even worth paying attention to because the greatness of God is better. I want to see angels. I want to see God's glory. I want to see his victory. I don't want to see your death. I want to see your life. Yes. If there's something bad enough on you, oh, yes, let me, let me see that, right, so I can help you with that. But I want to see your life. I want to see your victory. 
And it's not like in church this morning, I couldn't deal with a lot of your negativeness. And it's not like I couldn't come and point out all these negative things you do, but I'd much rather see your life. I'd much rather get you to believe in your life and the awesomeness of God to change your life. If there's something negative we need to deal with, well, God has got his own unique ways of dealing with that. But there's so much of glory. There's so much of God here. There's so much of his presence always with us. And if you just knew how much God loves you, if you just knew how much God wants to change your life and, and fix your life and, you know, the, he didn't cause all that suffering in your life. It's, it's you wanting to be in control. It's you driving without a permit. You driving without a license. It's you driving without his spirit because when his spirit is in you, he leads you to all righteousness. Uh, it's about not getting caught up in, into religious paranoias and, and phobias that, that religious people often have. They're just always thinking, you know, they, they, you know, it's just like if your phone rings, you're always expecting bad news. You don't expect nothing good news. The reason you run to your phone because you think something bad happened. You ain't run into your phone because you think something good happened. That's the world. Now, people in the world should be a little fearful because they ain't made it right with God and they haven't come to understand how much he loves them. But we're in the house of God. Our phone rings, we should expect something good and not something bad. But it's not just about a phone. It's about everything in your life. You're expecting bad to happen. And if you're expecting bad to happen, no wonder you want to hold on to Jesus' hands all the time. But if you're just holding on to his hand, it could just be doubt with limited options of what it could do. This is your security. That's your safety. But having faith... Is coming to a place where you know God is for you and he's with you. Even in the midst of all the things you fall short of. It's, it's wonderful to know your shortcomings. Work on them. In God. And the more you realize God ain't out to kill you. Actually it's easier to work on your shortcomings. Because it, it's easier to respond in love if love has been given to you. But if love is not given to you and if condemnation is you. It's harder to love. As a given. But God has said he has so much for you. But you have to believe it outside of church. You have to believe it outside holding his hands. You have to believe the prophecy outside of the point when I just give it to you. Yes. So I was going to do some prophecies today, but I gave you something else. <laughs> so. Uh, Maybe, 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 the, maybe that's what you needed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, and I pray that that joy just go with you and stay with you and keep you. And um, the truth is, I always feel that joy inside. Yeah. See, isn't that awesome? My mother and father just, my father died last year sometime. Mother not, a few years before that. I can still think about them in life. Yeah. Uh, you find joy in life. And you learn to laugh at yourself and the silliness. And sometimes I just exaggerate things a little bit because it's not as boring. <laughs> 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 no. 
and sometimes I just tell the truth, especially when the Spirit touches you, you know, you just, sometimes you're more honest than you're meant to be. Um, but God loves you. He really does. He don't want you suffering. But it's through faith that you break all the suffering. It's through break faith that you break all the mishaps in your life. And it doesn't matter what anybody thinks of you. It don't matter what they thought of you yesterday and they had a good reason to think about it yesterday. It don't matter. It's like God forgives you. You can start over today. And you don't have to walk in the condemnation of yesterday. Yes? And you don't have to keep finding something to prove that you're not worthy of God. You know, I, I, I've seen students, they think, they think, I, I, wish you, I wish you'd just put me out. Why you, why you keep, I just wish you'd put me out. Why you keep, why you keep encouraging me? Why you keep forgiving me? I wish you'd put me out. Because God has never put me out. And the truth is, anybody that was ever put out or left, they really wasn't put out. They was going to learn something so they could come back. Sometimes you got to learn things the hard way. Sometimes we say people backslide. We say they turn away from God. Well, it looks like that. Maybe they just went to learn a lesson. Might be surprised who makes it to heaven. But the message I want you to hear is you got to have faith in God. Love on him. Don't compare how many times you pray with somebody else. Yeah. Praying and your heart ain't in it. But I pray that the spirit moves on you in such a way that your heart is in it. And that you talk to God and you realize you don't have to always talk to him religiously. You can just talk to him. Even in the middle of my joy, I'm talking to God. Lord, help me. <laughs> Your life is going to change. You say, well, how can you say that? How do you know my life's going to change? Because God wants everybody's life to change. And if you believe it, you might say, well, you, you, you don't know what all I've done. Well, maybe I do know what all you're doing. Maybe that's why I'm talking to you. Uh, your life can change. I know that. You wouldn't be here if it couldn't. God loves you. Just love on him. Don't compare yourself with nobody else. Don't beat up on yourself. When you do stupidness, make sure you did stupidness. Say, Lord, did I do wrong? Because some of you just like to beat up on yourself. Yes, some of you are the devil's child. Because he don't even have to come beat up on you. You're always beating up on yourself. Uh, you, you quit doing that. If you do wrong, it's very important that you know that God is very forgiving. And sometimes, it, sometimes it's not his forgiveness that you need. Sometimes you just need to know he still loves you. And you still have a, a chance.
and you always have a chance with God. Yes. And the more you start to believe in God's love, the more his spirit moves in you. All that religiousness is binding his spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit wants to dance when you want to, when you want to have your, what is it? Your, yes. And your battles and your uh, confirmations and, and your purges and your all these things, you know, it's like, hello, why don't you just say you're sorry and let's go on? Why you got me standing here on the side of the uh, side of the road fixing this tire? Just say you're sorry and go on. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes those mishaps in your life, you was begging for it to happen. So you could wash yourself of the wrong. It's like a sacrifice. He's the sacrifice. His love covers it all. Just believe in him. He's working for you. Don't look up and say, Lord, what's going on? Ain't nothing going on but you're not believing. Believe in him. Amen. Hallelujah. Where to now? Uh, maybe you got time for a few prophecies, maybe. Hallelujah. Glory to Bakasama Makesiki. I laughed my belly out. Da da da. My wife left me. <laughs> Lord, speak to us. Who needs a word this morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. sometimes good preachers are always plagued with this fear they're going to do something wrong. So much so they almost never allow themselves to do anything right. A lot of church people like that, you know. You're always afraid you're going to do something wrong. I had none accepted. I'm going to do something wrong. Yeah. But God can turn it into something right. Hmm? I see a hospital bill that's just tormenting somebody. A hospital bill that is tormenting somebody. Who has a hospital bill? Just like it's tormenting you. Somebody has a hospital bill and it's just like it's. A hospital bill. Where are you at? Da da Mm 
don't keep the Lord waiting. Somebody has a hospital bill. Where are you at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's not giving you no peace. I guess they keep trying to collect it or something. Or you keep worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need to let me know where you are. I have a surprise. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? I have a surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what the surprise is until you identify yourself. La da ba ka ye. Who needs a word? I know that person going to contact because this and I have a surprise for you. the other night about the 11th of June I'm here in the 11th of June but somehow or another it sounds familiar 11th of June huh last week last week Sunday as last week All right, I guess I'm going backwards <laughs> 11th of June 11th of June what is that day 11th of June the 11th of June. What is the 11th of June? Is that you? What is that? What is that day? That's your birthday. All right. You're the one I want to talk to. 11th of June. I still want my hospital bill. That is your birthday. What you gonna do on your birthday? Nothing. Plan. Huh? Nothing. Nothing. No. You ain't gonna do nothing on your birthday. No. Mm -hmm. Got nothing planned. Mm -hmm. That's not too far away. Mm -hmm. has a hospital bill and he states that he's struggling to pay. How you know that? Because I talked to him sometime last week and uh -huh. he still didn't pay till yet. Still ain't paid yet? No. Mm -hmm. Let me get confirmation that it's you, that it, okay. it's him, alright? Because somebody's got a surprise coming. June is your birthday. 
What's your guy's name there, Paul? 11th of June is my brother's birthday. Your brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's 11th of June. That's the one I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Don't you wish all your brothers could go back and get along like they used to? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we wish that about a lot of our family sometimes. (laughs) If you laugh, you're guilty. (laughs) Sometimes the Lord lets it happen, but sometimes it's got to happen in heaven. You should never cry over the past. And when I say the past, I mean things that you've done wrong. But you should never long for the things of the past. The Bible says, you know, why say that the old days were good? No. Tomorrow is better than today. So do you have a love? Do you have a lover? Do you have a, a somebody? Prophet, you ask me that all the time, and I always. I ask you that all the time. Yes, every time you talk to me, and I keep telling you that you gave me a prophecy for a husband, and you told me to look out for certain things. So I'm just waiting. Are you just waiting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's times when I have a real good memory, and there's times when I don't remember anything. When I prophesy, I don't think about things like that because I don't want to try to put things in order. So if I say the same thing to you because I'm still dealing with the same thing. Because mm-hmm. the Lord says the reason you ain't doing nothing for your birthday because you ain't got no lover. Mm-hmm. 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 It's, it's saving up all your youth and all your expressions just for one man. Mm? You should never do that, you know. Because you've got to keep living till he comes. And you shouldn't live in poverty until he gets here. And when I say live in poverty, I mean, you know, well, I'm so poor I can't afford to smile today. I'm so poor I can't be happy because I'm, I'm saving up for... <coughs> the lover of my soul. That's a song, man. How's it go? Give her a twirl, Glenn. I'll cover for you. Where's Suzanne at? Where's she at? 
She not here? Man, both our wives left. You can make. <laughs> Listen, you don't need no lover because you have a lover. Hmm? Husbands come, sometimes they go, yes. Sometimes they die, sometimes. And then we go to heaven and all of us are unmarried. Hmm. So, I'm going to send you some love on your birthday. I'm going to send you a lover, but I want you to take it the wrong way. We're just going to see. I'm just speaking what I hear the Lord say. Yes, You're going to have a lover for your birthday. And you need to make some plans toward your birthday. Mm-hmm. Huh? A milestone birthday, too. Milestone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What milestone? A big O. Big O. A big O. What, what number goes before the big old? <laughs> what? You can't tell me? Five. Huh? Five. Five? Boy, I wish I was five old. <coughs> Listen, you never get too old to fall in love. And you never get too old to experience love. See, that's like if you ain't never ate roadie before. And then you're 50 years old when you eat roadie. It's just like you never missed a thing. Mm. You're looking forward to it. But you need to do something. I was unvaccinated. I couldn't go anywhere. I can now go. You can go somewhere. Well, the, um, all the safe zones and everything is up, so I say that again. All the safe, the pres, the prime minister, um, yeah. he lifted all the safe zones, uh-huh. so we can go out again. You can go, okay. So, so you vaccinated, not vaccinated? I'm unvaccinated. You scared? No. You think no. that's mark of the beast? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. I just um, thought it was too much of an experimental drug, and I was just. Uh-huh. Just waiting to see what will happen. I understand that, but I think I think most of this most of this house that belongs to this house, um, they got vaccinated, yeah, and they all come back. Um, <laughs> as as far as the beast part, uh, the, they was already like that, so. I didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> no, hey, listen, everybody have your own opinion about that. I think there's a family that don't come here anymore because I uh, said that's not the mark of the beast, you know. First thing is mark of the beast on the hands or the head. This is in the arm, right? Uh, I find some people got closer to God, you know. I, one person went with me, and man, they... They were sweet to their husband before they left because they thought they might not get to come back, so they made it right one time. Um, but you need to go somewhere. Yes. I ain't going to force nobody to tell them what to do. That's, that's your business. But, you know, I'll just tell you, it's not the mark of the beast. It's, it's just a little vaccine. Uh, JL's daughter and Mary Faith, she's done had three or four vaccines, you know. 
Um, but I understand fear. It is, it is a fearful thing because people made it a fearful thing. But I don't think it's that much to fear. But you need to go somewhere. Where, where are you going to go? Can you afford a cruise? I don't, I you ain't scared of water, are you? No, no. You live on an island, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm not afraid of water. Can you afford a cruise? Mm, not right now. Not right now? Not right now. Can you afford a cruise in June? <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Mm. I'd say it's very possible. Amen. Because I don't speak things unless I hear God saying it or unless it's something, a desire in you. And then I would pray, Lord, we bless that. It's very possible. Uh, I receive it. Don't let being single cripple you from enjoying life. Amen. That's probably right. It's, it's too much fun to be had. I agree. Uh, yes. Yes, prophet. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes... Being single has got its advantages too, you know. Definitely. Huh? Definitely. You can go out with your girlfriends, you can eat pizza, you don't have to eat all that roti and stuff every night, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you married? No. No. Mm -hmm. You like roti? Yeah. You do. Mm -hmm. I just ask and I don't know. So you can kind of relate to her, right? Huh? You could. You have a boyfriend? No. No. You have a boyfriend? No, no prophet. No boyfriend. You don't have no boyfriend? See, y'all y'all got a lot in common. Hmm? Y'all might be dangerous if y'all got together, you know. Hmm. 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 It is very possible, you know. You got to stop seeing yourself as being crippled, right? The Lord has spoken. I gave you a word that He's coming, right? Yes, prophet. And I, I told you some things about Him. Is that true? No, you said that um, I will get a phone call. Just wait on the phone call, and it's not somebody that I know. It's a new person. Okay, and then wait on a phone call. Yep. Okay. So we don't know how that's going to take place. No. Right? Or you said you saw carrots. Carrots? Oh, those kind of carrots. I thought. Glenn remembers. Huh? Glenn remembers. The prophet did not you remember give me a prophecy. I thought maybe he's going to be a farmer there for a minute. <laughs> So we don't know how all that puts together. That's what I've learned about God. I don't, I don't have to understand something to speak it. If I hear it and I, I have faith that it's God, I believe it's God, I speak it. And hmm, I'm amazed sometimes it actually comes to pass. It's scary. It's spooky. Um, so it will happen. But in the meantime, a cruise is very possible. But sometimes we penalize ourselves. We, we we hold him back. You know, we hold him back. You can't you can't hold back yesterday's breath for today. 
You got to breathe that out. Yesterday, yesterday's joy, you got to feel that joy yesterday. Can't wait on it. Yes. So you, you think about that trip. Yes? Yes, Prophet. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to do. What was hers? Oh, the hospital. All right. All right. I'm going to let him have the word. The Lord says it's going to get paid. Amen. In an unusual way, it's going to get paid. Amen. It's going to get paid. You can Thank tell him that. It's going right. to get paid. Thank you. Right? Yes. Amen. All Amen. right. Let's do, let's do one more. One more. Mm -hmm. Since Raleigh has lifted the restrictions off of us. <laughs> you know, no matter what, no matter what we think about government or politicians, no matter what, this country did not experience too many deaths. Amen. Who knows what was the right thing to do, wrong thing to do. Who knows what sh we should have done or shouldn't have done. We don't know that. But when we compare Trinidad to other countries, mm, America had more deaths than any other place. They're on the top with almost a million people. And when you compare, so we have to give God thanks for, and our faith is that all those that died today in heaven. Amen. True. Amen. God is works in all things, but he's always loving. One more. Who needs a word? My heart is hurting and I'm sad all the time. My heart is hurting and I am sad all the time. My heart is hurting almost like there's something physically wrong, and I'm sad all the time. My heart is hurting. Uh, it's almost it's like it's, a, it's like a real hurt. Hello, back, 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 back. It's like a real hurt, and I'm sad all the time. And I see three hands up. Mm -hmm. Four hands. Stand up, all of you stand up, please. Mm. Who's that? Huh? Uh-huh. Can she, her mom stand up? Mm. You had your hand up too? Oh, you stand you had your hand up for her too. Oh, everybody wanted to hold her hand up. So how come you didn't hold your own hand up? It pains. I can hear you. It pains. It pains. It physically hurts to raise your hand up. No. All right, listen, daughter, you got to talk to me. Watch me. 
I'm not going to play a game with you. You've got to talk to me. You talk to me, help's coming. Right? I need to know you want help. Right? And you got to talk to me. Right? Because hmm. I, don't, I don't play those sad games. Jesus is in the house. He wants to help you. Okay. The pain is feeling my heart. The pain is in your heart. But how come you didn't raise your hand up? Why y'all are her children? You're the son. Who are you? You're her sister. All right. How come they raising their hands up for you? And the reason I'm still talking to you is because of their faith. Right? How come you didn't raise your hand? Honestly? Do you want to feel better? Yeah. All right. So how come you didn't raise your hand? But the pain was coming on. As he was talking about the pain in my heart. All right, where's your pain at? The pain was coming on? As he was seeing somebody hurting on their heart. Yeah. The pain was coming on. It, it started coming on, yeah. right? So, but it comes on other times too, right? Yeah, every time I think about it, well, an incident happened with my son and my brother. Say and that again. An incident happened with my son All right. and my you, you brother. Come, come over here. Come, come, come. Lord's going to heal you today if you want to be healed. Come. So you want to tell me about the incidents? My son and my brother. This son? Yeah. Yeah. They had an altercation with a fight. Okay. And it, it got out of hand. Okay. Out of hand that actually nearly ran from a job site to go home. Okay. When I reached home, the site that I saw, it hit it. It well hit me. Okay. All right. Anybody get hurt? And, well, no and yes. Meaning that he retaliated, my brother retaliated, and when I reached home, they had him tied up. Him tied up. They had police. They had okay. things there. All right. And um, Why? since that. So that's what's causing the hurt? It's a lot more. A lot. What's the a more? Lot, lot. Give me an idea what the more is. Mm hmm. I just, mm -hmm. even though his father and I do, it, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like it. So how long has it been going on? Yes. All right. Yes. So the father's still around? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how are you and how are you and him? Y'all still together? We're in the same house, but we're not together. In the same house. That's pretty well together. It may not be a... Uh, might not be sleeping together, but you, you're still there, right? Yeah. You feed him? Yeah. All right. My mother and father did that, too. Hmm. As brothers, we always fought. Yeah, but it's this thing that happened with my son. And didn't never I think that is what They never did call the police because we live so far back in the country. Somebody dead or it's over with by the time yeah. police got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so what happened with you and your sister? You and your sister? You and her brother. The brother live in the house too? No, that was 
By my, my mom. Uh -huh. I took squirm pills. Uh -huh. what, what's your version real quick? What's your version real quick? You know what? I, I don't want to say nothing. You don't want to say nothing? All right. Um, have you ever been to the prayer room here? First time here. First time here? My godmother brought us here. Say that again? My godmother brought us here. Okay. Listen, uh, we have some prayer rooms, some wonderful counselors. There's two counselors in a room. Whatever goes on in there, don't go nowhere else. If you want to talk about it, listen, they're very open, they're very friendly, and they will just, they will just tell you what they hear God saying, if it won't judge you, right? So if you would like to do that, you just tell the front desk, and they will see to it that you get priority if you want prayer, okay? Right? Um, so it doesn't matter how you got here, but I see some concern for your mother, and for some reason, I don't know, I like you. So if I like you, huh? Everybody does. Everybody does. <laughs> so how are you getting so much trouble if everybody likes you? I have no idea. Trouble uh, just comes. It just comes. Because so I, uh, her I brother know. like you? Well, we just work together. You we work together. together. Uh -huh. Everything we just do together. We and, and you fight together. <laughs> 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 Listen, take some time. Go to the prayer room. Just. Just get some stuff out. Maybe they give you some insight into your life, right? Because, listen, if everybody likes you, you should be blessed. Yeah. And this craziness shouldn't be going on, right? Sure. Let's find out what's causing it, right? Your choice, right? So it's there, right? All right. Mm -hmm. You live with them? Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm... You know, sometimes, sometimes family stays together and everybody stays together, but sometimes it just ends up in fights, you know. Sometimes people need to move on and because sometimes we just, family likes to blame everything on each other and, just, and nobody never gets blessed, right? And nothing never gets better. Look at me, daughter. All this pain in your heart, look at me. Watch me. It's going away right now. It's going away right now. Yes? Now listen. You having a heart attack or anything like that is not going to help this situation. It won't even be a good rest for you. You do not want this, right? Right? You don't want this. Do you hear me? Right? Now, I want you to, in faith, take your hand down. All the pain's going to go away. All the pain's going to go away. Just watch me. Just watch me. All the pain's going to go away. Ain't no pain here. All pain going to go away, right? There's nothing Jesus can heal. I wouldn't have called it out if God didn't want to heal it. And to help your family, to help him. I wouldn't have called it out, right? Right? Sometimes you got to admit you can't fix your family. You can't fix all the craziness going on, right? I, kn I know all about craziness. You can't fix it. Wow. Uh, Sometimes you just got to pull back and just let it happen and trust God to work in all of it. See, he's saying amen. He know about crazy too, you know. You know about crazy? See, he know about crazy. A lot of us know about crazy. Sometimes you just got to pull back and say, Lord, I know you're doing something.
right? Let's see this arm. Where's this arm at? It's disappearing. It's going to leave you. It's going to leave you. Uh-huh. It's going to leave you. You're not going to have no heart attack. You're not going to have no stroke because it ain't going to do no good. It ain't going to make them behave. It's not going to get their mind off of, off of themselves and onto you for a minute. It's not going to do that. It's not going to help nothing. Yeah. You're coming back to a good mind. No pain. Check yourself. Pain still there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me see you raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise both of them. You a healthy woman. Raise your hand. <laughs> what? Hello. Quit being so fearful and quit being so paranoid. Ain't nobody killed nobody yet. Right? Ah. So, so what makes you get in all these fights? You get in fights a lot? Huh? Sometimes. It's because you're too handsome, you know. That, that's a problem. <laughs> you're just too handsome. You're just... You're just People are jealous of you. You're just too handsome. You're too smooth. It's just <laughs> what? <laughs> but I can't see too good. But um, <laughs> you go. You go. You get. You get. You don't even have to call it prayer. You, you just go. Let, you let them counselors just talk to you. Come on. I, I want to see you get blessed. You ain't, you ain't, you're not married, right? You ain't really got no girlfriend, have you? No. Uh, you got some girls that think they're your girlfriend, but they're... <laughs> God knows you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And how old are you? you? You're 20 what? 22. 22. Listen, you don't want to be 27. Who you know that's 27? You sure? Yeah. You don't want to be 27 and still where you're at right now. Something got to change. Mm. Yes? Something got to change. Mm. Mama, I know him. <laughs> yes. You don't have to tell me no more. I, I know him. Right? This handsome young man here. I know him. Um, but something got to change in your life. Or you might not even make it to 27. Some things got to change. And you know that. True? Listen, give God a chance in your life. He can make things happen for you. Where looks won't work, he'll work. He'll make some things happen for you. Because the truth is you're just kind of frustrated things ain't working out. Is there any truth to that? Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not here to judge you or condemn you. We're all trying to find truth. We're all looking for God in our own way. Uh, give him a chance. Mm. He can make things work out. You love your mama. Your yeah. mama loves you. But you're stressing your mama out. Everybody's stressing your mama out. She just likes to be stressed out. Because mm. she takes everything on. Yes. Hmm? 
you should, when, when they tell you they fighting at home, you say, thank you, Jesus, I'm not there. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you just say, thank you, Lord, I'm not there. Uh, yeah. Now, don't think I don't know what's going on at your house. I do. But, you know, sometimes just talking about the ugly don't fix nothing. Mm -hmm. It's talking about the beauty of God that fixes everything. Right? Huh? Yeah. You having a heart attack or stroke ain't going to fix him. Hmm? That's right. Only Jesus fix all of us. Ain't going to help, right? You're not going to have no heart, no stroke. Do you hear me? No heart attack. You're not going to have it. In fact, you're feeling good right now. Yes? Huh? They're all, they all at home. You're feeling good right now. Yes? You bring her? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Is this your first time here? Yeah. It's your first time, dude. So you could go for prayer, too. Because in there, they can, you, you can talk more open and freely, and it's not like in front of everybody, right? Is that what you brought them for? Good. What you want me to do for you? What you want? I think you're already seeing it. Huh? <laughs> I'm already seeing it. <laughs> All right, so what else? <laughs> what else? Tell me something. What you want God to do for you? You like babies? Yes, I do. You do? You have any babies? No, I don't. You don't have no babies? Mm -hmm. You want babies? One, yeah. You want one? Mm -hmm. I'm looking at one. Come, come, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this one. Look at this one. Uh, look at this one. You know that ain't your child. You picked up the wrong child to hospital. Ain't no way that could be your child. <laughs> this is not your child. Huh? Look at that grin. You see that grin? Yeah. You want one of those? Yeah. Whoa! You grin with all your life. Huh? Your toes are curly. This is not your child. This is a mistake. Mama, come here. Come here. Come here. You remember when he was little like that? Oh. You wish you could be little again? Oh. Hey, you come here. Come here. Come here. Hey, come here. Hey, let's minister. You want to minister some? Huh? What do you think about him? You think he'd make a good daddy? This one right here. See him? This one. Right over here. This one. Uh, you want one of, one of these? One of these? You ain't got none of these, do you? Huh? There's a wonder. You, you ain't got none of these. Uh, you want one of these one day? Yeah. All right. Come on, daddy. You gotta leave something. Huh? You gotta leave something here. Eh? You gotta leave something here. Yeah. I want you to leave your sin here today. Could you do that? <laughs> Listen, we all we get confused in this life about what we want to do. Listen here. 
God wants you to have a family and do something with your life. He, he's not against you, you know. So sometimes we make bad decisions and sometimes we just, sometimes we're not seeing everything the way we need to see them. Look at this. Look at that. Huh? Boy, if that don't make you feel special. Look at that smile. You see that? Huh? You ever see a baby grin like that? Huh? And say maybe one day, you know, you'll have one of these. I know this ain't his baby. Look at him. Does that, 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 ain't, that ain't no way that's his baby. Hmm? Why? Because she looks like she'd come to church all the time. Uh -huh. She'd come to church every Sunday. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So you think he'd make a good daddy? Huh? What do you think? Huh? What do you think? You think he'd make a good daddy? Babies talk to me. Uh -huh. You think he'd make a good daddy? Hmm? She said you could if you'd learn to chill down a little bit. I know you love your mama. Yes. You just get hyper sometimes, right? Uh, uh? So everybody is telling me how about serious temper. A serious temper. That's what they call it. Uh -huh. What do you think you do? A little bit. They tie you up. Yeah. Huh? Well. Do you remember that? I remember my mom's like I was so vexed. All, was right. So angry. All right. So you so you just answered my question. Go for prayer. See if you can find the root of it. Might just be one thing. One thing just makes you vex in life. It makes you vex at everything. Give God a chance. You think about it? Hmm? Yeah. All right. All right, let me talk to your mama. You feeling better, mama? Yeah, yeah. Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
and you continue to love your mother. Yes. Because I think she'd do anything for you. Hmm? And so this is, this is your auntie, right? So you love him? Want to kill him sometimes? No. God's heard your prayer. You ain't answered my question yet. What do you want? What I want? Jail, where you at? Find out what we find out. Grab me one over here. Yeah, what what you want? Okay. Um, I'm married. Eight years now. Don't have any children. My husband. You have any other pains in your body? My husband suffered a stroke three years ago. Uh huh. And. It was like, even before I had to come here, dealing with him every day is like dealing with the enemy, which I hate to say. And even to come here, I was like, I was looking at him straight in his face. And I was like, Satan, you're not keeping me home today because I have a mission and to bring my sister and my, my godson here today. And then it was like... So he didn't want you to come. I know it. I knew. I felt it in his spirit, like he would do everything that was irritating to get All me right, not to but, be. But, but sometimes you don't look him in the face, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he may have some ways about him, but that's not the devil incarnated. Don't make him worse than what he is. God is greater, mm-hmm. is he not? Yes. Huh? Yes. And you've been coming to this house, and you've been bringing people here. Is that true? Yeah. You, you brought people here for prayer? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Beside today? Beside today? Yeah. First time. This is the first time because I, this this will be my third Sunday that I'm Okay. Here. Okay. All right. But have you brought anybody before? No. Okay. Because I, 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 I could see in you as like somebody that you would bring people to get help. Is that you? You don't like to help people? Do you like to help people? Yes, I do. All right. All right. Don't make him, don't give him so much power. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Don't give him so much power. He must love. Yeah. Don't give him so much power. Right? I can deal with him, but you can't give the darkness power. You give Jesus the power. You're here, right? Yes, I am. All right. You're not scared to go back home, are you? I, I don't feel like going back home. Well, you don't feel like going back home? <laughs> no. All right. So stick around. Wow. <laughs> yes, um, I will. <laughs> all right. Don't make him all the problem. Huh? Just like see, the, the enemies act after her. The enemies after him. Enemy after everybody. But if you give it power, you ain't going to have no victory. Right? Mm-hmm. And so what you want? You want peace, right? So you don't have no children, but you'd like to have children, right? Do you want to be in that relationship? You married? Do you want to be in that relationship? Is God telling you to stay in that relationship? I what? don't know what God is telling me. I don't mm-hmm. know. But see, what's spewing out of you is almost like you don't want to be in that relationship. You've had prayer for that? Yes. And you still haven't heard what God is telling you to do? No. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. So you know her husband? Is he nice? Yeah, he's a nice person, but 
he have ways about them. Yeah, why just like about ways about them. That's what I thought. Bossy and... Say that again? Say something. He just be bossy telling him what to do. Wow. And, you know? That's that what I that's what I was sensing. So yeah. everybody I, got some bad ways. I, I came and helped my godmom take care of him. I was there every day, beating him, changing his clothes. Her everything. husband? Yeah. Oh yeah, is that true? Yeah, he did everything for us. All right. So see so he, he's not all evil. <laughs> 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 Look at that, huh? There's something more there than looks, you know. Yeah. I, I know he's handsome, he ain't got no he even got a mask on, but I just, I just feel like he is. So, don't make him your enemy. Sometimes you got to forgive before you can hear. Forgive the man, right? Yeah. He's bossy, right? Yeah. Controlling. Yeah. All right, and you just like a little bit more freedom. All right, so there's the problem. Now pray. Yes? Yeah. But I'm going to work on him. Can I work on him? Yeah. This is the Lord talking. Can I, you love him enough for God to fix him? Yes. All right. He ain't going to be perfect, you know, but God can fix him. You believe that? Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah. don't be looking at him in the eyes like you want to fight with him. See, if he's a bad dog, you don't want that dog in the eye. You, uh, you understand? Yeah. You just say, okay, Lord, you said I could go, so I'm going, right? All right, let me grab these two real quick so we can dismiss. Pain in the heart. Why you got a pain in the heart? Huh? My uncle passed Your uncle passed away. Oh. I like not recognize you. <laughs> that, that mask up there. What? Mm -hmm. These cowboys in the house. You know? <laughs> mm hmm. Well, let me tell you something about your uncle. You know, sometimes people just, they could have a beautiful life here, but sometimes people just can't get it right in their head. It just seems like they're always making the same old wrong decisions. They just can't get it right in their head. And sometimes the Lord just lets them come home. Yes. That's perfect. The main thing is for you to get it right in your head. Because if there's one thing your uncle would like for you to know, is don't be like him. That's what you can learn from all this. Yes. Yes, perfect. Your uncle, I mean, most people, you put a gun to their face or their head, they don't want to die. But inside, they almost lost the will to live, and that was your uncle. Right? But you could learn from that. Huh? Yes, prophet. Yes. Yes. Listen, you're blessed and you have my love. Right? All I want to do is to see you happy in life and doing something with your life Amen. that you don't mind everybody seeing. <laughs> yes. Yes, prophet. Mm. Right? So let the Lord help you make some good decisions, some decisions that, that's going to prosper you and bless you. Yes, yeah. yes. He don't hold grudges. And I, I don't, certainly don't hold no grudges. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you get blessed, right? Yes. So you let your uncle go. Right? And sometimes we think, oh, well, I don't know if they made it to heaven or not. Only God has the right to say that. Huh? Thief on the cross made it right while he was dying. So... 
I think there's a lot of hope in that. The main thing is to find joy in this life and try not to hurt people in this life and be a help to people. Hmm? Encourage your mama and your granny and all that, right? Yes, Prophet. Yes, even when they don't get along, you know. Learn from mistakes and don't do the same thing. Amen. What we got over there? Prophet of lately, I feel like if I don't know what I'm doing as a mother and as a wife. Say that again. Of lately, I feel as though I don't know what I'm doing as a mother and as a wife. You come, come here. It's your baby over here, right? Huh? Mm. Well, where's your baby? Where'd your baby go? They just disappeared. Where'd they go? Oh, they went outside. I find it so amazing. You bring her here, come here. How? What did you ever do to get these two as parents? What? You don't know? It just got you in a conundrum, right? <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. A conundrum. Look at that. See? I can pronounce the word now. Uh, you just don't know what to do with them. Uh, you just don't know what to do with them. <laughs> uh, yes, I understand. You know, just, just drink all the joy you can get. Uh, uh, drink all the joy. I, I know you live in a soap opera. <laughs> See, your daddy got one shoe on and one shoe off. It don't matter. So it's over there. Uh, you're just in a conundrum, aren't you? Uh, isn't it amazing? I don't. I don't know with you two. This child's face. It just, I don't know. It just makes me want to be a better person one time. It just want, makes me want to put my guns down and my <laughs> machetes and my cutlasses. And I just want to put them all down and say, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Right. Hey. Woo! Uh-huh. Where's my camera person? You catching this? I die. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I promise you I'm going to find your mom and daddy. I don't believe neither one of these is your mom and daddy. <laughs> huh? Or maybe you are. Maybe they used to be happy like you a long time ago. Yeah, that's what I think. What do you think? You think that's true? Talk. 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 Uh, you think that's true? I think so. I think maybe, I hate to break it to you, but I think they might be your parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I ain't joking with you. It's the truth, you know. I think they are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think they just got lost somewhere along the way. But guess what? Jesus is going to find them. Jesus is going to find them. You two need to search your hearts. First, you need to forgive each other and love each other. You need to search your hearts and decide whether or not. Because I'm not married y'all once. How many times I got to marry y'all? <laughs> but you didn't go to the warden and get the paperwork so we could make it legal. Y'all need to sit down and forgive each other. And decide once and for all if you want to be together or not be together. Right? Do not torment this child. It would be better for y'all to separate. Yes. And y'all learn to share this beautiful little child. Or for y'all to forgive each other. And you got to decide if you're going to be a player. Or you're going to man up and be a father and a husband. Huh? You see all these women out here? They, they'll play with you. Especially the single ones. They'll play with you because they ain't got nobody to play with. They'll play with you. But next thing you know, you lost everything beautiful in your life. Hmm? Yes. This little girl needs a daddy. So that she knows that she don't have to be a player. Because some of them little girls that plays, they just missing their daddy. Because they never had no daddy. Hmm? But this one got a daddy. Hey, you quit looking at me. He's married. <laughs> Come back over here. Come here. Come here. See, they get distracted. You get distracted easy. What you looking at him for? He married. <laughs> and you, and you, <laughs> I know. You think he's handsome? <laughs> I don't know. Look like he got a fruit bowl on his head up there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Got the bowl on the upside down. He won't even catch water. <laughs> Listen, you two forgive each other. Listen, y'all didn't get together because you didn't have no affections or love towards each other. Y'all get together and you decide if you want to be together or not. Quit tormenting yourself. Quit tormenting this child. And you need to decide if this is your wife and your daughter. This is your daughter. And you need to man up and be that husband. Yes. I already decided. I know that. What, I am, what I have you decided? Want to be. A f have a family, Jonathan, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Do I hear a hundred? And you still. Are you sure? Or you're not sure. I sure huh? Sure. That means you can't have nothing outside, you know. The <laughs> only thing got outside is is some fruit trees, <laughs> some grass. I think you can have what four ganja plants. <laughs> Can't have no women outside. Uh, listen, I, I want to say this to all the men. Some of these little, you know, the Bible says a woman is a weaker vessel. Ladies, please don't take this the wrong way. But sometimes there's some ladies, and it may not be you, but they just they just want some attention. And and us men being the good Samaritans that we are, we we we, 
we idiots, you know, and we think, uh, and they're saying, oh, thank you so much. And we feel like, we feel like we're, we're king, we're the lion king. And we don't know that they're talking to every man like that. Hmm? Yes. Sometimes you look and look for what you have at home. Hmm? Now, I know sometimes she gets a little wiry. Yeah, it's in her DNA and her family. I understand that. But sometimes you got to be the stronger vessel. Uh, ah, I'm getting to him. Yes. Uh, uh, sometimes you just got to be stronger and not get upset when she's upset. Yes. Bring her a flower every now and then and say, Wow, you look beautiful today. Once you tell a woman she looks beautiful, she starts to stutter. And she can't, she can't talk much after that. It's just... Mm -mm. All right. This is what you want? Mm -hmm. Or are you not sure? Tell not me sure, the truth. Because sure. you've got to be honest, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not ready to settle down, you need to let her know. You need to go ahead and break her heart and let this child get used to that. But if you're sure that's what you want, hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? Hello. What are you doing? Hey. 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 What, you want the mic? Well, why didn't you say so? You, you, you can't eat it. Talking it. All right. My blessings is on this. And if you're serious, go see Mr. Warden. Huh? I done do 30. You done done it already? Mm. Oh, let me sit down. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. I know I kept you a little long. I hope you didn't have nowhere important to go. Maybe I saved you from a car wreck or something. Yeah. But um, I, just, I just want people to see the beauty of this life that God has for you. He's not against nobody. Yes. And I pray nobody's got a mind where they're so messed up they just need to check out. Right? God's got a good life for you. Believe it. He has an awesome week for you this week. Yes. Awesome week, yes. Good phone calls and not bad phone calls. And I pray nobody just don't want to have a good week because I'd hate to know I blessed you and it's not what you wanted. A beautiful week, yes. And maybe a lot of surprises come to you and blessings that you weren't expecting. Be blessed.